You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today is Wednesday, June the 23rd of 2021. We are brought to you today by Spotify Green Room. Be sure to join me whenever I go live. Changing the way we talk sports, Spotify Green Room. If you don't recognize that name, that's because it used to be called Locker Room, but they have changed it now. It is now Spotify Green Room. I am the St. Louis Cardinals mega fan and your host for the show, Lucas Smith, coming at you on a Wednesday. Uh, and it, it's a tough one if you are the St. Louis Cardinals as the Cardinals fall to the Detroit Tigers by the final score of 5-2 to two today. And they are swept right out of, out of Detroit and just a two-game set, which is kind of unfortunate. Uh, check that. It's really unfortunate as the Cardinals, like I said, fall. And it's never easy to get swept. And sadly, it is uh, never easy to get swept by a team that many uh, refer to as one of the worst teams in baseball, if not the worst team in baseball. And the Cardinals, like I mentioned, do fall in back-to-back games. And it, it, it really wasn't anything close. It wasn't... Um, was they weren't they weren't very well played games. The Cardinals struggle in both of them, and it just kind of it kind of just straight up sucked. Um, and if you're noticing any audio quality differences, I do apologize. I'm recording this one in the car right now because I don't know if you saw my Locked On Now video on the Twitter and Instagram. I'll give that a quick plug. L O underscore Cardinals on Twitter and Instagram, and my personal one is L J Fastball on Twitter. I'm at the beach right now, but I still wanted to get an episode out today. Um, so this might be posted a little bit late, but I'm recording this on my phone in the car. Uh, I was trying; I wasn't going to set up my full microphone set, but I ended up having to uh, uh, computer overheated, so I wasn't able to use the computer. Um, so I have to use my phone for the, for this. So I do apologize, but any audio quality um, negatives, but we'll we'll. we'll We'll see what we can do with this. Is you know we'll still bring you wonderful Cardinal baseball coverage and the dedication as well. And the you know it, it was it was just an ugly game. Uh, we're we're going to start w- w- with yesterday's game and a game that I was actually pretty confident in. Talking about w- with Johan Oviedo on the hill. He's a guy that you know the the stuff. I don't think is a question to anyone. I think the stuff has always been there, even from his debut. Uh, I think that he just hasn't been able to put it all together. Do I think that he needs more time in the minor leagues? Absolutely. Um, but at, at this point right now, with the injuries and the lack of starting pitchers the Cardinals have, he's been needed in the major league rotation. And it kind of sucks that he is needed there because you'd like to see him get a little, little bit more seasoning in the minor leagues. But, you know, one of those examples of, of getting more seasoning for Johan is the play in the fourth inning that kind of catapulted this whole start. Ground ball right back to him. Arenado's going over to third base. Runner's going from second to third. And Oviedo gets it and throws it into left field. He, he tried to get the runner out at third base. It, it didn't work out. And it was an error. And you know things just kind of compounded after that. But I, I, I would have liked to see Oviedo either run at the runner to see if they can get him out or if they could see um, if... Or, or just or to say they can get out, or just take the out at first base. At that point, you just need to get the out. I think that's something that maybe somebody with a little bit more playing time, a little bit more seasoning in the minor leagues, maybe he, you know, is able to recognize that a little bit quicker. Oviedo is a guy that just needs a little bit more seasoning in the minor leagues. 
However, it just is unfortunate that they don't really have any other options right now. Yes, you, you could argue maybe they should call up Zach Thompson or Matthew Librator. But right now, the pitching just isn't getting it done. And Oviedo was the latest example of that yesterday. Uh, his final line is not a pretty one um, as he gets tagged with the with the loss in yesterday's contest. Uh, his third on the year, his final line was three and two-thirds, six Hits six runs, just two of them earned. He did walk three, struck out one, gave up a home run in 82 pitches. Ponce de Leon came in after Oviedo gave up a run. Andrew Miller gave up a run. Woodford, LeBlanc, and Fernandez all with scoreless outings of an inning apiece. Last night was, you know, abysmal. It was gloomy. You know, you thought to yourself, okay, the Tigers went out and scored six. Cardinals come back and scored two in the top half of the fifth with a Goldschmidt single. He had an RBI in there. Um, and, you, and you think to yourself, okay, maybe the offense can chip, chip, chip away. Uh, Newbar also had his first RBI on a sacrifice fly. Maybe this offense can chip away and, and and be successful, and it just just didn't come to be. The offense was pretty much shut down by the Tiger pitching staff overall. And, you know, I mentioned on yesterday's show that maybe the Cardinals can get to Tarek Skubal, but Skubal had been throwing well. This isn't going to be one of his better lines as he threw 97 pitches and just four and two-thirds of an inning, not credited with a decision. But only only gave up two earned runs, four hits, two walks, and four punch-outs. He was able to keep his team in this game, and at the end of the day, as a starting pitcher, that's all you can ask for. Or as a, from a manager, that's all you can, excuse me, as a manager, that's all you can ask for from a starting pitcher to keep your team in the game, and that's exactly what Scooball did. And Funkhauser, Garcia, Farmer, and Norris finished it out with four and a third innings, uh, scoreless innings out of the bullpen, so they pitched extremely well. And, you know, they, they outpitched St. Louis, and right now that, that's not a very difficult thing to do, but it, it is something that is being done, and this, this uh, I tweeted this out today, but for a team that needs to rely on its pitching, th- uh, that team being St. Louis, this is a team that does not have very good pitching. Because when they have good pitching, they win. That seems like an obvious conclusion to make. It seems like you know one of those things will duh, but at the same time, it's it's one of those things that that's held true. They need to pitch well to win. And this is something that, that they've known for a while. That it just hasn't been coming to fruition right now for the Cardinals because uh, really the outside of Adam Wainwright, you can't really rely on anybody to pitch well. Wainwright of the five starters right now is the only one pitching extremely well. You've got him, you've got Oviedo, you've got Gant, you've got Martinez, and you've got Kim. Kim didn't pitch terrible in game two of the double on Sunday, but I am trusting Wainwright more than I'm trusting anybody else in the rotation. In fact, I'm trusting Wainwright more than I'm trusting any of the four other starters in the rotation combined. That's how much I'm trusting Adam Wainwright right now. And all due respect to Mr. Wainwright, he's a great pitcher, great competitor, great guy, all these incredible superlatives, one of the all-time great Cardinals. At the age of 39, if he's your best pitcher, if he's your most consistent pitcher, if he's the pitcher that I had the most confidence in, confidence in, that's a problem. Again, that doesn't say anything about him. That says everything about the other pitching staff. That says everything about the rest of the pitchers on the staff. That's a problem. Cardinals fall 8-2 to two yesterday. And when a team is not um, pitching, they don't win. And when a team that like the Cardinals is already hit, struggling hitting enough, you, you think maybe they face the Tigers, maybe they get a couple runs, maybe they get a couple wins and it just didn't work out. They scored four runs. Meanwhile, the Tigers score a combined 14 runs. They scored eight yesterday and six today. 
Cardinals scoring um, two in each of the games. Um, so for a total of, of four runs, there's your quick math there on that one. And it was just a struggle of a game. Jonathan Scope had himself a really nice series for the Detroit Tigers. And for, for all the talk I gave of the Cardinals, maybe th- this could be a, a, a series, this could be a week of success. Maybe they turn things around. It hasn't come to fruition. It just hasn't come to fruition. So in segment two, I'll talk about today's game a little bit. And then I will talk about... Um, some responses that you guys shared. I tweeted out on the Twitter and the Instagram at LO underscore Cardinals. Uh, sum up this Cardinal team in one word, and you guys had some some pretty good, or one word or phrase, and you guys have had some pretty good responses. So I'll be sure to share those. And I'll also talk a little bit about the problems of Jeff Albert. Um, and I'll give credit to, uh, to a lot of you guys who have said this a lot sooner than I have. Uh, Jeff Albert is not cutting it anymore as the hitting coach because uh, at some point you've got to find a scapegoat. And right now Jeff Albert's that guy. So game two, offense, and your words to sum up the Cardinals talk coming up here in just a moment. This episode is brought to you in part by Spotify Green Room. It's the first social audio platform made for sports fans. This app is free and easy to download once you're in. You can talk with me, other fans and athletes and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. So be sure to search Spotify Green Room for any rooms being hosted by a locked on member, including myself. It's the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room as well for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and, of course, reacting to big news or rumors. Be sure to join a locked-on Spotify Green Room today. Go download the free app on iOS to be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the MLB group for all the latest league updates. Follow me at LJ Fastball to get notified when my room goes live. Spotify Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. Investing can't be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio for you of globally diversified, low-cost index funds that's personalized just for you. No more manual trading or picking stocks. Watching the stock market every day is gone as well because they automatically handle all the investing based on preferences that you control. Wealthfront can even help lower the taxes you pay as you invest because for the average client, their tax loss harvesting can more than cover the low annual 0.25% advisory fee. Best of all, it's automatic. It's trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB. All you need is $500 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get that first $5,000 managed for free for life, head over to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T.com slash LockedOnMLB to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB and get started today. So the Cardinals today falling 6-2 to the Detroit Tigers in a game that John Gant took the hill on um, and for for somebody um, that has such a good ERA or had such a good ERA he is struggling on recent outings and his whip like I mentioned on yesterday's show is above one his walk rate is ridiculously high of 14 and a half or it was 14.7 percent coming into play yesterday coming into play today rather and he continued to, to just not get the job done you know, you thought that this game might be a turnaround as Nolan Arenado had had enough. He had a home run in the top of the second inning, his first at-bat. one nothing off of Matt Manning, who had an ERA above eight in the minor leagues. Yes, I get it. It's the Tigers' n- number three overall prospect, I think. So I-, I get it. He's 
not just some scrub they called up, but at the same time, not good numbers. All right, let's take let's take care of business, and well, let, let's let's get it done. Nolan had had enough. I thought this could be a turning point, and it just never came to fruition. After that, Cardinals go up uh, two to nothing. Because uh, in the top of the third, Tommy Edmond reached on an infield single and Lars Nukbard scored. I haven't talked about Nukbard much, and I'll talk about him in just a moment. Um, so you think, all right, two nothing. Gant's on the hill. Maybe he'll pitch well, and it no. Uh, John Gant gives up a double, gives up a homer. Uh, uh, Scope ends up hovering later on in the series or season or game rather. John Gant doesn't even make it out of the fourth inning. He goes just three innings, two hits, three earned, four walks, four strikeouts, and a homer. Um, so. Th- just another walk fest as the you know Cardinals continue to walk the world. They walked seven Detroit Tigers today, and you know you you can work around giving up hits because maybe you're you're just not getting the right contact, or you can position defenders differently. But when you're just walking everybody, like I mentioned, said walking the world, it makes it real tough to make any sort of adjustments or to to have any sort of trust or faith in a guy. Because right now I have little to no trust or faith in John Gant. Like I mentioned, just the four. Or just not just the four walks today is just a, a a trend that we've seen come for a long time. Only one pitcher today was not tagged with an earned run, and that was Giovanni Gallegos for the Cardinals. I'm referencing as he goes an inning and two third with a strikeout. He was also just one of two Cardinal pitchers of the five not to walk anybody. Helsley walked two an inning and a third, and Reyes walked one. And that guy that had an ear right above eight in the minors. Went five and two-thirds, five hits, two earned, two walks, and a strikeout. Gave up the Nolan Arnato home run. And then Soto, uh, Cisnero, Cisnero, and Fulmer go the rest of the way. Go the last four and a third of an inning. For a Detroit pitching staff that is not good, they looked awfully good this two game in this two-game set against the St. Louis Cardinals. And I'm sorry, that just can't happen as an offense. If if this team is, as, like I said yesterday, if this team is as good as Mike Schilt and company say they are, or believe that they are anyways, then you've got to do better than a split against the Detroit Tigers. I don't care that it was at home or, or if it was at Detroit. I don't, I don't care. This is getting absolutely ridiculous. And that quote by Mozilla I read on Monday's show of, you know, we're not going to define ourselves by this season – that's ridiculous, too. Go out and try and win every single year. This group is not getting it done. And, yes, some of it is guys not performing. Some of it is just a midseason slump. Some of it is just injuries. But Paul DeYoung, not going to cut it. Tommy Edmond in right field and having Carpenter slash Sosa at second base, not going to cut it. Maybe Sosa. Maybe Sosa. But Carpenter, no. That's two bats right there that you're relying an awfully lot on. And even right now, Tommy Edmond is playing, uh, uh, just hitting atrociously now recently. So even he might be considered, eh, and now that Colton Wong, letting Colton Wong walk, that decision is working, looking worse and worse by the day. So for as much praise as this front office gets for, you know, signing, or not signing, for trading for Ozuna, trading for Goldschmidt, trading for Arenado, and again, this is something that we've seen on Twitter, and a lot of guys tweet this out, and this is maybe me preaching to the choir now, or me just saying something everybody else knows, they haven't done a lot else outside of those big moves, and that might be one of the biggest problems that this team has. This management, or this front office management, not 
not getting a lot of success, not churning out a lot of success outside of the top guys, like I mentioned. And it's just unfortunate that this uh, that this front office is not seeing or not extremely being motivated. I saw somebody on Twitter, they might have replied to my tweet, and I, I forget that they use this exact language, and I apologize for for not giving you credit for listening, but said that you know maybe the, the, the bigger problem is the, the management not giving the players any reason to be motivated because if they're saying, okay, I'm going to stay on this team even if I continue to suck, and this team isn't going to change even if I continue to suck, then they're not being motivated to play any better, and that's a problem. That's a huge problem. You can't have players being unmotivated. This team looks absolutely lifeless right now. Lifeless. Even Arenado, who has some of, was one of the biggest energy guys in the game, had his head just slumped in his shoulders yesterday. They showed it on Valley Sports Midwest in the game, and that was just a demoralizing sight to see. I understand that these stretches are going to happen and it, we, we can't overreact, but this stretch has been going on too long. If, I, if I'm kind of correct, the Cardinals are 6-14 and 14 in June. Only five of those games have been against teams that are currently in possession of a playoff spot. The Cubs and Dodgers. They got swept by the Cubs. They, got, they split the two games with the Dodgers in June, but they lost that series. This team is not going to cut it, so this front office needs to open their eyes. And maybe they do see it. Maybe they're content with how they are at because they're still going to sell the tickets. Even though when they went to full capacity, they didn't have a single sellout that first three games of full capacity. So maybe they won't sell all the tickets, and maybe that will open their eyes because above all, everything else, money talks. Money talks. So maybe if nobody shows up because everybody seems to be pissed at the Cardinals right now, which they very well should be, maybe that's how this front office opens their eyes. Mike Schultz seems to be opening his eyes. Per Jeff Jones, he says, you may see something a little different tomorrow, referencing the lineup. Schultz says, sometimes you just need to shake it up to shake it up. Jeff Jones uh, went on to say at JM Jones on Twitter that, quote, uh, this is on Twitter, quote, this is the lowest point for the Cardinals since Schultz took over as manager, non-COVID season, or non-COVID division. One of the things he did was to shoot Yadier Molina to the second spot in the lineup, knowing he could count on a reliable AB at least, could see that, or perhaps third. At this point, I don't care. Bat Lars Newtbar, third. He at least had some energy and played, or seemed to take quality at bats over the, the, the Detroit series. Bat and third, for all I care. Something needs to change. Lars Newtbar, the, the, that addition, the way the Blanc additions, well, they might be nice, they might be feel good, they might be great, good. They're not the kind of moves that this team needs. They need to make a bigger move, a bigger splash. Call up a Gorman. Call up a Libertor. Something. This team has too many holes in it to stand pat as is. And one of the ways the Cardinals might shake things up is by firing hitting coach Jeff Albert. This is according to Torts Illustrated on Twitter. This is um, referencing um, how many runs the Cardinals have scored and the ranked in Major League Baseball. 2016, 4.81, fourth. 2017, 4.7, 13th. 2018, 4.69, ninth. Then Jeff Albert was hired. 2019, 4.65, 21st. 2020, 4.20, 24th. This year, 3.96, 25th. Again, I liked all those on Twitter and Torch Illustrated um, tweeted that out. But again, that's the problem right now is that they're just not scoring enough runs. 
this team, maybe the, the Jeff Albert firing is what the, 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 the shakeup that needs to occur. Because that's, that's a shakeup. And I know that I've said before on this show, and I still believe this, that you know, hitters, hitting coaches, managers, pitching coaches, they get too much hate when they're losing and they get too much praise when they're winning. But as Torch Illustrated put it on Twitter, and credit to this, uh, this Twitter account, it's no longer an idea, it's a reality. If this team is struggling to get four runs, that's a major problem. And maybe it's time for Maddox to go too because this pitching staff isn't pitching all that well. But I think pitching is more so due to a lack of um, or a, a lack of, of availability to anywhere else. I think that's the biggest problem for this pitching for the, for the pitching staff is just the the injuries and the and the lack of, of, of arms. Whereas hitting, it's like I mentioned, regulars not getting it done. That's the main problem for for the for the hitters. So maybe Jeff Albert does need to go. Something needs to happen. I don't care what it is at this point. Something needs to change as soon as possible if this team is really serious about winning and winning this division. I don't like ranting too much. That was a bit of a rant. I apologize. Um, but, you know, even, even Zach Billings at the Zach Bill on Twitter replied to me saying, I bet we see someone fired soon. You know what? I really, really wouldn't be surprised, Zach. Maybe, maybe even it's Mike Schilt. I'm sure a lot of you Cardinal fans on Twitter would be thrilled with that. Segment three is coming up next. I'll be talking some or sharing some of your responses that I got on Twitter and Instagram about summing this team up in one word or phrase. And those were pretty funny. Quick preview of the, of the Pittsburgh series. I'll go more in depth on that tomorrow. Um, so stay tuned for segment number three on Locked On Cardinals. Built Bar has nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor. And Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the market. When you talk to a Built Bar family, you all have our favorites. If you don't know all of the flavors, well, you're missing out. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate and salted caramel. And again, the occasional limited time flavor. My favorite is double chocolate. Why is it called double chocolate, you might ask? It's because it's covered 100% in chocolate. Every single one of these are, not just that one. So even though it is covered 100% in chocolate, they're still incredibly healthy. Most flavors have 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, and a couple of them increase the protein with 18 grams and 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs, and those. And if you haven't tried all of them, that's okay. Or yourself a mix box where you get two of each of the nine flavors. And get, you can order them right now at BuiltBar.com. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, to get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to place a bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, but you also can bet and get your info on NBA, NHL, and UFC MMA action. So before the next pitch tomorrow, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your welcome deposit. Again, that is a 50% welcome bonus by using the promo code LOCKEDON. L-O-C-K-E-D gets you a 50% welcome bonus at the online. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts.
So I tweeted out on the Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Cardinals um, to sum up this team in one word. And I got some pretty good responses. So I'm going to share them with you right now. We're going to go to Twitter first. At LO underscore Cardinals. At DK Attorney, uh, Don K and TC says, disappointing. Absolutely. You know, I do think that a lot of us, even if we didn't all agree on what the expectations were, I think we can all agree that expectations were high on this 2021 Cardinals. So disappointing is a definitely, um, definitely a disappointing or disappointing is a definitely correct word. Excuse me. At Jonathan Clinton says, team underperforming, leadership including coaches, negligent. Exactly spot on, Jonathan. Just what I talked about in segment two. Um, um, actually, it was Jonathan Clinton saying, he, he did tweet out, you know what, at LO underscore Cardinals, we keep talking trades, but we had the talent. It is a leadership that is falling short. Got the coaching staff at the MLB level. That is definitely an opportunity that might, or an option that might be considered by this staff. I think we, uh, at least, like I mentioned, Zach saying earlier, I think we at least see a um, a, a coach get fired. Maybe not Schilt, but at least a coach. Jeff War says mediocre, at best. At Jeff War on Twitter, mediocre is a great word. You know, they're they're two games below 500, so maybe mediocre is even a too good of a word. Dana Button at Dana underscore Button says underperforming. I agree, because I think a lot of these offensive guys are underperforming. Yachty is underperforming. You might disagree with me there, but I think Goldschmidt is definitely underperforming. Arnado has been underperforming, even though he's been playing well as of late. So um, underperforming is definitely a good word to phrase. Cardinal70 at C70 says infuriating. I agree, because I think you know this kind of goes along with a disappointing mindset of this team is disappointing, and it's infuriating to watch. It really is. I agree. At Betts PJ, PJ. PJ G Betts says frustrating. Frustrating, I think, is one of the one of the first words that comes to mind when I say it. When I think of defining this team in in one one word or phrase. So thanks for all the Twitter responses, and then we go to the Instagram now. The Instagram story um, for for some words. Most Saints fan 2002 says laughable. Laughable is definitely an option because some of this is just. Just pitiful. Just pitiful. Uh, let's, let's see. What else do we got on the Insta- the old Instagram? At JP Weibel Baseball says, underperforming, disappointing, injuries, inconsistent. Those are not words you want to be associated with as a Major League Baseball team, so couldn't agree more. Aaron Fackler also says, frustrating and underperforming. Drew Chambers says, disappointing. Once again, that is 100% correct. Cappy underscore 40 says, a fragile group of talented players not performing to their potential. Uh, you know, definitely, I, I assume uh, he's referencing there to the uh, to the injuries at Cappy underscore 40. So, uh, yes, the, the fragile point is correct. And not performing is also correct. Um, Owen Dreyer with an interesting one says, unpredictable. That's an interesting one because I do think at times this team has played very well in touch of this season. I mean, they held first place for a large portion of it, or for a portion of it. So, so maybe unpredictable is a good word. I like that word, Owen. I like it. Memphis Tailgate says mediocre, 100%. Ritter underscore WX says, oh, brother, this guy stinks. I don't know who you're referencing there, uh, Mr. Ritter, but I would probably agree with you. Memes2205 says infuriating. Owen Dreyer coming back with another one says pathetic. And stlcards.coverage says tanking for Zion. Uh, maybe they're tanking for Al Leiter or for Al Leiter, for, for Zach Leiter or Kumar Rocker. Who knows? Maybe that's what they're tanking for. 
So thank you for all the responses on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, look forward to more interaction soon. So I think infuriating and frustrating are the two words that come to my mind. Just absolutely brutal. Hopefully tomorrow is a better day. Be sure to listen to Locked On MLB and Locked On Today after you're finishing listen, listening to my show. Tomorrow is going to be a preview of the Pittsburgh series, and hopefully somehow maybe we'll break down some breaking news as well. Who knows? But until I talk to you next time, be sure to stay safe, stay well, and have a fantastic day.